0: Today's guest is award-winning business coach Maria Marsala, who for over 30 years has helped big and small service business owners create more time in their day and acquire more ideal clients. Her company, Elevating Your Business, provides financial professionals and other business owners with tools and support to reach their five-year business and personal goals in just two years or less. Maria shares her easy way to simplify your strategic planning process, which includes creating a successful hiring team so welcome Maria.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Appreciate it. It's it's our pleasure. So let's talk about the business plan itself. What should a business game plan look like? How long should it be? How complicated should it be?
1: One page no more than that. And, you know, that would be after you've done, you know, a SWOT analysis and some of the other, you know, basic things. But basically, your plan should consist of your vision, your mission, nine objectives or goals, uh, nine strategies, and nine action plans. And the the reason for that is it'll get done that way. If it's any more than that, it won't get – it'll just become a dust collector.
0: Absolutely, right? If it's too long, it becomes intimidating. It's like, oh, man, this is so much to do. When you have that one page, it seems like everything is doable.
1: Yeah, and, you know, within that one page, too, uh, it should have all the important parts of your business. So, you know, when I talk about goals and strategies and action plans, I'm talking about, you know, creating them for finance. Sales, marketing, operations, and HR all intertwine in one document, so it becomes more of what um, my clients tell me is it's a living plan. It it helps them make decisions every day. It helps them decide what's important to do uh helps them to set their priorities and also helps them to say no because that's an important aspect of a business also is you know being able to say no whether it's to people or things. So
0: and Maria you talked about HR. So let's talk about how business owners make mistakes. What are those mistakes that business owners make when looking to hire teams?
1: Well the first thing is is that they wait too long. So they are so emotional and usually burnt out, that the chances of making decisions, um, you know, really good decisions, um, you know, maybe twenty percent, you know, if if that. Um, so what I recommend in every one page business plan is that there always be a line for hiring. Even if you're looking at doing that hiring a year from now, uh even if that person is going to be part time you ne- you need to put it on your plan the second you think you might need someone and if you want to find out if you really need somebody start to you know create what I call an an activity audit you know write down all the tasks that you're doing and take a look at it and and see where those tasks fall into place. Does it fall into place in HR? Does it fall into place in, in maybe an office manager? You know, which area of your firm marketing person? And that will help you to determine, actually, the job responsibilities of the new person that that you're hiring. And when I say an activity audit, I'm not talking about like writing like minute to minute what you're doing. I'm talking about writing the activity that you're doing and do that for about 3 months. Um that's what I have, you know, the owners of companies do or the department managers do. And then we could look at that list together and decide you know who needs to be hired? Does it need to be part time, full time? Does it need to be an employee? Can it be a consultant? Whatever is important for uh, to help the the firm reach those goals that they put down in their uh, in their plan.
0: And Maria, you talk about there's this one thing that you say is so important that it's critical that people need to do before doing any of the planning or marketing or hiring. What is that?
1: All right. Well. One one of the things that they need to do is they need to get a niche for their business and create an ideal client profile. So often I see people, I see people, meaning business owners, doing you know spaghetti marketing. They're just coming up with whatever the new bling is for the day, or they're trying something that some you know worked for someone else. And then they're, you know, kind of throwing it up on the wall and seeing if it brings in any clients. So that's a very, um, that's kind of running a business by default. And what you want to do is you want to run a business by design. You know, you want to be proactive. So you want to create some of the important documents before you even sit down and create your plan. Uh, because you want to make sure that whatever strategies you come up with, whether they be hiring or marketing or PR, whatever, it um, is is really written down and is strong and is going to help your firm uh, to grow. And I can give you a really good uh, example. I worked with a speaker and, um, you know, in her plan, we had the line for, you know, HR. Before we even did any of that stuff, we determined who her ideal client is, what her niche was. And in this case, it was technology. And then we wrote in the strategies of the plan. And in, in her case, actually, one of the tips I gave her was to hire hire Annie, which ended up being really a great opportunity for her in, in many ways. But she had this line in her plan, all, all about HR and how to and and whatever she was doing in that particular line, I don't remember all the different things. Um, she made sure that she got in touch with different people to help her create her team and then to execute her plan. She ended up completing her one-year business plan in less than six months. Not only that, she got a really big bonus from Annie because Annie's got so many contacts that some of the people we put in her, in my client's plan, uh, an image consultant, a photographer and a bunch of other people, Annie knew. And so Annie recommended people to her. And when she got on TV, which she got on TV a few times, and that really helped boost her Uh, speaking business, um, you know, she was all set. In fact, uh, she told me she was also a a professor and taught at a college. And after her makeup redo and her hair redo and image and everything, she went into the class and people didn't recognize her. So it was really cool to, to have that happen. But it wouldn't have happened if we hadn't really had a conversation about it and really, you know picked out what is the most what are the most important things that are going to help me to grow my business this year,
0: well, Maria, you've really given us a lot of tips, some great tips. And our listeners can sign up for many, many more of Maria's awesome business tips at her website, which is elevatingyourbusiness.com, where Maria offers a free online vision class each month. You can go and sign up for on her website as well. And the way Maria teaches this class, you'll leave the program with a draft of your vision and have the opportunity to ask her questions in real time while you're working on creating your own vision for your business. So, thanks again, Maria, for joining us today. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. I appreciate it.
0: This podcast is presented by Annie Jennings of the national publicity firm Annie Jennings PR, the creator of JenningsWire Online Magazine. JenningsWire is capturing the heart of America with its rich community of talented, insightful, and relevant bloggers and podcasters. So, please visit JenningsWire.com and discover the blogger that is just right for you. Till next time.